0: Film would you watch to get cozy, David? Film would I watch to get? Good cozy. morning, by the way. Sorry. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Absolutely, guys. In film mode, there. I wasn't thinking about the outside seasons. If it was day or night, I was in. Uh, I was in cinematic tunnel vision there for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got to keep the courtesies there. Good morning, indeed. Got to keep. Got to keep civil. Um, I would, de- do you know what? I would definitely say a cosy film for me: Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. I, I really know. have mentioned that before. Oh, I've already, that. I've already, I've already yeah, covered it on yeah, Home Alone. Yeah. That's my sort of go to, sure. go to movie. What else is there? Is other sort of go to, um, homely kind of um, movies? The Home Alone element when he's snuggled up in his massive shirt before. I mentioned that before. M- move on, Edwards. You know, we need, we need some fresh material yeah. here. You've done the whole cosy film. There's lots of the co- cozy films in the, out there. If you're going to have a cozy afternoon, Sunday afternoon, what would it look like? A cozy Sunday afternoon, watching me, a film. Watching a film, sat there.
1: Would you um, be sat on
0: the sofa or lying down? No, laid out on the sofa, like Jabba the Heart, on the side. Any snacks? Snackies? Like thereabouts, snacks galore. What snacks? Uh, definitely uh, Ben and Jerry. Uh, ice cream with massive slices of cookie dough in it. More probably more cookie <laughs> dough than uh actual ice cream. What on a Sunday uh, afternoon? Oh yeah, absolutely. God yeah, definitely. Any drinks? Any drinks? Um thing is I always think having a, a, an alcoholic drink's a good idea of a film, sort of like, you know, a bit of a tipple, a bit of a gin sort of thing. But then halfway through the film you're quite disorientated and knackered like someone's hit with a tranquilizer Do you dart. have a gin? on the sunday afternoon talk. oh yeah, i might do the odd gin sort of they probably not that much because having said I it thought now you're gonna say nice little cup of tea and a biggie. nice little cup of tea no i probably would go more like that like um, a very sugary uh hot chocolate because a gin so it of sounds like a good idea maybe a summer afternoon but it just sort of tranquilizes you afterwards i'm like a tranquilized bear afterwards you get a window you'd have some ben and jerry's ben and jerry's and, and some sh- very sugary uh hot chocolate that makes sense. And what would you be watching? Would you put a rug over you? Oh, absolutely. During the Christmas period, I've got a, a Grinch blanket, a Jim Carrey Grinch blanket that i put over. Have like, you? Absolutely. Has As I you? say it now, I can't <laughs> believe I've revealed that, but that comes out in December. And that's, uh, that's my throw, if you like, like I'm an elderly woman, over me. Yeah, yeah. Covered in uh, Ben and Jerry. Would um, you be on that sofa behind you snuggled up? Absolutely, definitely. That would be my sort of uh, Cleopatra... <laughs> kind of like a throne slash couch type of vibe laying on my side like Jabba the Hutt Return of the Jedi just chilling out giving my middle finger to the man saying the system doesn't control me right now I'm going to do what I bloody want yeah obviously you got to go to work in 12 hours. very true so I can't watch uh, films that late because you know I've got to make no. sure I'm there ready <laughs> so you're lying on that sofa how do you watch the film on a laptop or on a TV These days, it is a laptop. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't even remember how a TV just, you know, I've got a TV in the corner, a small plasma screen, but the laptop's just a lot easier. I have realized now more and more that I just, I just don't watch television anymore. And it's happened without me even knowing it. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, um, uh, like when I talk about TV comedians and what they're doing TV wise, I'm aware of who they are. But it's not like they're not a consistent part of my life in the Don't sense. Don't mention I'm, TV, please, David. Absolutely, let's avoid that. Let's push that. So aside. you haven't got a nice big screen to watch the TV. No, it's up. something I do mean to do. Please buy one now. I do need to absolutely do that now. I just found myself as we speak. Let's get Amazon up. Let's trawl through the uh, the plasma screens and let's get a sixty-inch. You could probably get a good one for two or three. Oh, seconds. you can. It's one of those things, you know, I'm always chatting to people at work about it. It's like, how big's your screen? What does it look like? Because I'm always, like, fetishly interested in them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, what does this look like? One person said to me, do not uh, waste money on a plasma screen. Get yourself a projector. That's the way forward. Oh, right. I don't know which, which wall I'd actually project the images on. I don't know quite which one to do. But, um, so you've got to sort the room appropriately, but that would be ideal. And my jabber the hut couch you know, uh, just basically eating sugar in different forms, watching a giant projected HD image. Of what film? Can't be Home Alone. It can't be Home Alone. What, i tell you one, uh, death, there you go, this is one that would tick my absolute cinematic comfy box, chicken rum. Ardman animation, a bunch of hens trying to break out of a, a, a World War situation, you can't get more um, homely, crawling back into the cinematic womb than, than the Arden experience. Yeah. yeah. So Chicken Run or um, the Wallace and Gromit film, Were-Rabbit, or Wrong Trousers perhaps. Not a film, well, like a short movie, but it's still cinematic. That sounds like a lovely... And what time would the film finish, do you think, on your cosy afternoon? Probably about four in the afternoon. And then what do you do? Um, then um, look out blankly into the world and start getting those Sunday blues. Think I've had my Arben and Sugar Rush. Yeah, and then you, really, do you get a bit anxious? A, bit ang- a anxious, sort of sat in the bath type of uh, Ben and Jerry sort of uh, around, my, around my cheeks type of thing after having a sort of Ben and Jerry marathon type of thing I enjoyed that but where's it got me where, where am I now type of thing but I mean don't get me I mean um the other thing is um i tell you what I did do the last time I watched Chicken Run I watched the um the making of and that was just amazing the actual making of Chicken Run, where Nick Park was no longer directing every scene, he was wandering around a massive warehouse of a walkie-talkie, and um, he'd be ushered into each room, giving each animator directions, because obviously it had gone from Wallace and Gromit to the first big feature film. Mm. And uh, I guess that's what I usually do in actual facts after watching these films. You go down a rabbit hole of kind of fact toys, didn't you? How did, how did they make it? What did they do? Was that the actress I thought it was doing that voice? And that can kill hours going some, going down some kind of YouTube rabbit hole, looking at all the facts and information. Well, thank you, David. And I love that image of you curled up under your Grinch blanket. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to get it out now, even though it's not December. It's only September. Yeah. Actually, do you know what, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, where is my Grinch blanket? Have I lost it? Do where you do have you that think paranoid think of it? I don't know. I'm hoping it's in one of the cupboards in the kitchen. Well, I'll tell but you what, if you've lost it, I'll buy you one. I'll, I'll keep you to that, pal, because I'm going to be thinking, it. I'll be looking for that in December. second. But is that, I won't literally, because that would be a bit rude of me, me suddenly emailing you after this saying, I've looked. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll buy you one. And then you've got to take a picture of yourself in December. Absol- R- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim Carrey Grinch, not the normal Grinch, it's got to be Jim Carrey. David, have you got any movie news this week? Movie news this week, uh, very interesting in the sense that the Oscars are in March, but they're really making big predictions now about um, what the Oscar movie is going to be in a mm-hmm. big, big way. And it's quite interesting that, all, not all of them, but it, it seems interesting that all the Oscar films that potentially are being predicted are all about Hollywood. It's a bizarre theme in a a bizarre way. So, I mean, the four that they think, well, I'd say there's five now that seems to be getting real hype. Um, Because Darren Antonovsky's film, The Well, which- Darren what? uh, Darren Antonovsky, if I pronounce that right? Aaron Fonovsky? No. No. Aronovsky. How do you pronounce it, Aronovsky? Oh will do. D- Darren Arvinoski. There you go, Arvinoski. There we go. Good job on not interviewing him. Good job yeah. on not ask him, inviting him up to the B- after Q&A stage for an interview. Um, We've mentioned it before, but The Whale obviously had lots of interest with Brendan Fraser as um, the obese shutting character. character, um, which he put on loads of weight. But also there was prosthetics even added after all the extra weight he put on. That was yeah. shown at the Venice Film Festival. That's got massive hype. That's like going to be his next... Um, Darren Afonofsky's wrestler. D- who? Darren Afonofsky? Aronofsky? Darren Aronofsky? Darren Aronofsky? Is that it? Aronofsky. Aronofsky. I Aronofsky. think you're making that harder for yourself. I think it is. I think I'm overthinking it. Aronofsky. I think it's just just Aronofsky, isn't it? Aronofsky. Simple as that. Aronofsky. There's an O yeah. in there. Aronofsky. Use that F. That's why it's there. Yeah. What's his Use name? He's there to help you. Aronofsky. What's his full name? Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. It's almost like I'm asking a fight now. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not easy, is it? Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. I think I Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aaron off Darren Aaron Darren Aaron Darren Aaron There you go. Just see it as an Aaron. Darren Aaron and an off ski. He's off skiing. So his film is Darren's the whale. Aron in an off skiing. Pardon? I just sort <laughs> of as Darren is Aaron. God, I've lost it completely. So his film's The Whale. The Whale. Absolutely. And what's his name again? Those names, Darren. Aaron ski <laughs> yeah, because. and I'll be literally saying it like that. Like I'm pronouncing the name of a dinosaur, I'm putting dashes in between the surname so it rolls off my tongue like a jewel. Yeah. So what are the, what are the films that are being that they're predicting more? So the other one is Steven Spielberg's Fablements and that is a very biographical film in the sense it's about him growing up in Arizona and um, him finding his passion for cinema. Seth Rogen plays his uncle and Michelle Williams plays his mother. And if you look at the images of Michelle Williams, she looks just like Spielberg's mother, so it's very biographical. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And um, he did that Who instead did the of. The Sorry? Who did the whale? That was Darren Aronofsky. You can't say it like that. I'm not <laughs> allowing Darren that. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. not bring it together. Learn it. Chop so, it are up. Are there any learn reviews it. of the fable? Fablemans. No, it's coming out in November, right. so they they seem to be overly confident with it. I think the thing is, um, it's Tom Stoppard that he's uh, written the screenplay with, a well-known, uh, very respected th- theatre uh, writer, and um, uh, it's and Spielberg turned his back on Indiana Jones five, and he basically said, "Life's too short now; I can't waste on these franchise films. I want to make." Them- no, I said that. I said that when I was pretending to be him well there you go well you've mirrored reality captain is that you what he mirrored? said that's literally what he said he said indiana jones is now for the younger generation of filmmakers which it isn't really because i mean um the guy who's now directing it was the guy who directed um wolverine the um what was it, what was the last, that, that last wolverine film with hugh jackman and he did the um james mangold um, who did the, the last Wolverine film and he did the uh, Ferrari film with Matt Damon and Christian Bale he's directing Indiana Jones as well he's quite a senior chap sort of in his 50s and 60s so it's not really he hasn't passed it down to anyone younger really he's just passed it to his side if you like he's never ever ever going to cast me is he in anything well time is i sorry I was just I was just looking at the, exactly time's t- I was just looking at the cast going I'm never ever going to get to meet him am I Mr. Spielberg. Yeah, you, you never know. It sounds like you got quite near when you are in LA. You to past his office. Yeah, I'm just looking at him. He seems like such a nice man. He does. He's very rarely. Um, uh, he's very rarely kind of exposed as being nasty or snipey. Or I mean, this is the era to expose old white men in in places of power in Hollywoods. And it's very rare that... I don't think Spielberg's ever been sucked in, really. Nice man. Nice man. Very very nice chap. And who did the whale? Sorry? Who did the whale? Darren Aronofsky. There you go. Nearly there. (laughs) Any other predictions? Quickfire predictions? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Fablemans. You've also got Light of Empire. That is wrong. I pronounced that wrong. Do, um bear with me captain empire of light it's the other way right round empire of light san Mendes' film and that's about um, a, a small seaside cinema in um in britain in the 80s and it stars stars olivia coleman who has a, an affair with a young usher in the actual cinema and it's her sort of going through a kind of midlife crisis whilst right. working in this large cinema and uh, in the in the 80s and um, it's her dealing with her kind of uh, chauvinistic, toxic boss played by Colin Firth and that's getting very strong reviews in a big, big way. The other one is um, uh she said, which is all about the Harvey uh, Weinstein um, scandal starring Kerry Mulligan of one of the journalists who exposed him and started the me too hashtag thing and then you've got another one by damon kazell the guy who directed whiplash and la la land Mm. and that's called babylon and it's about the very early days of hollywood when we're going from silent into sound in the 1920s and that stars uh margot robbie and brad pitt So they seem to be very much all about hollywood and filmmaking it seems to be like a very self-aware navel gazing year but having said that it's always interesting to look at oscar predictions and who turns up you always get wild cards what what's your wild card david from the films you've seen so far oh what that could get a um oscar yeah yeah an oscar nods um i tell you one that looks really manic, and it might fail or do really well. Noah Baumbach, you know the guy who did Squid of the Mm. Whale, Mm. um, Marriage Story? He's got a film coming out in December called White Noise, starring Adam Driver. And it goes very much against his, his usual style. It's set in the 80s. Yeah, I think you mentioned this. And it's got like a conspiracy theory vibe. It's got that same dysfunctional family element, and they're all highly educated and highly intellectual. Do you think that everything everywhere will? It's got a shout. We'll oh a shell. yes, I think it will do. That's your wild card, mate. You're completely right, mate. I, mate, I don't I know why I'm going your that. Pardon. I beg I've done your that before. Pardon. I've gone into Cockney mode. I don't quite know where that. I've gone a bit urban, like I'm chucking you a Satsuma across the marketplace in you know in in, in East Ends or something. I Catch that, mate. Pardon. Here's a tip: yeah. when you next go down to the bookies. Yeah so you think um, that one everything everywhere at once i reckon that'll get a screenplay um right i mean i i enjoyed it i wasn't as as other people that i reckon will get an original screenplay nod okay i think um and what the ones there'll, there'll be other ones that are um, oh i tell you what another one the team who made in bruges mm-hmm. and um Gosh, have you got Google near you? That's really Yeah, I've got Google. But, um, Go the guy who directed in Bruges, yeah. and it's Gleason and Colin Farrell again. They have a thriller that they've made that's getting loads of um uh well more of a drama really, a period. Martin McDonough. That's it. He's his latest film with Colin Farrell and Gleason once again. And um it's a kind of period piece set in drama. It's about a friendship that shatters and they go off in opposite directions. And right. that's getting very Banshees? That's it. The banshees of initiarin. That's getting very good uh, strong reviews and I think that'll probably get a screenplay nod as well. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, David, for your uh, Not a problem, views. sir. More than happy to um to interact. Thank you. I don't know if there's any other little um no, no, but I genuinely, sorry, Oscar genuinely mean moment. that. But thank, honestly, I genuinely get that vibe. There's no cynicism there. It's just genuine uh, positivity, and that's the fuel that keeps us going. That's the uh, the petrol can in the soul, isn't it? That needs to be. Thank you up. very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> David, so it's movie review time. <clears throat> Could you remind us which movie you were, you were, you are reviewing? You were reviewing from last week. Jesus Christ Superstar. us, fuck, fuck. Indeed, that's what I saw. Early seventies, nineteen seventy-three. Jesus I Christ Superstar. I forgot it was that. Certainly was right. The first thing I want to know is when did you watch it? What day? Right after the podcast. Saturday did morning. You? Yes. I got With every heart? um unsure really of it. You know, um, I look. Where up, did you... you sit on the sofa or what? Actually, here, right this. Sat Not here, comfortable. Of well, you can't have been cut. Oh really? Oh yeah, very chill. I've got a nice table here. cup of coffee, uh, okay, bowl okay. of cereal. Okay, let's check this out. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know interacting engaging type of thing slightly pissed off that that was your morning ahead. no i think um i looked at a few film reviews beforehand as i was boiling the kettle swiping on the old mobile phone and the film reviews were um well positive do you know what i mean they were very positive in actual fact yeah. so i was like okay you know because i had seen bits of it in documentaries so i had like a vibe that was quite sort of you know quite um had that new kind of 70s kind of vibe to it, you know, that kind of less traditional Hollywood, trying to be a bit more experimental vibe. So I was thinking, you know, and see the stage show is really popular. So I went in there with an open mind type of thing, definitely. Well, what did you think? Yeah, I wasn't massively enamored, unfortunately. <laughs> it starts off interestingly. The the really? opening's interesting, because they turn up in minivans, like like 70s minivans. You say miniskirt, miniskirt. No, not at all. Well, you do get a slice of that as it goes on. Definitely Did sort 70s, 70s-esque Which, what, a of 70s-esque kind of... Well, certainly um, bare thighs and the kind of right. uh, Nazareth right. sun type of thing, being blessed type of vibe. So you, you get... And they all turn up, and it's actually a film crew. So it's quite bizarre. It's like, oh, we're going to see them make a film, bizarrely. So it's quite self-aware, kind of meta-narrative sort of vibe. And that kind of sucked me in. I was like, interested there. But I don't... I just um i think one of the main problems with me there's hardly any dialogue it's not like they interact with dialogue and then they sing it's literally singing all the way sing 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 sing, sing. and it's like music video after music video and also so that I like, that became problematic because there was no actual proper dialogue to create a um any actual character development. And Jesus, the guy who played Jesus, he just felt like a kind of two-dimensional, obvious Jesus. Like, if you had a Jesus figure appearing in a Madonna video. Bum, 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 ba, bum, 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 Judas is here. He needs to watch what he said to me. <laughs> it's like that all the time. It's just like there's no, like, chill-out periods. OK, let's have a little listen to uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Absolutely. Let's tune our eardrums in. My mind is clearer now. At last, all too well, I can see where we all soon will be. If you strip away the myth from the man, you will see where we all soon will be. started to believe the things they say of you. You really do believe this talk of God is true. And all the good you've done will soon get swept away. You've begun to matter more than the things you say. Listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see. All I ask is that you listen to me. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. It's got us. Don't get me wrong, there were some good songs. I'm trying What's to the, the best song? song? Jesus Christ, Superstar. Didn't, didn't, did, better. God, that's that, isn't it? It is absolutely that. I thought I'd written down Jesus my favorite song. Christ. The other thing that I became quite after a while. Um, just a bit like, oh, I know what we're doing here. You could tell Easy Rider had come out in 69. Right. And it introduced this new wave of 70s filmmaking with kind of jump cuts and clever, slow fades. And you could tell the producers were trying to get on the back of that whole counterculture, less Hollywood studio traditional style of editing and cinematography. And it felt more like a... um a photocopier, a, a pastiche of that, you know what I mean? Someone just trying to join in with the new trend. You've got this theatre production that's attracting young people. Easy Rider, you know, um, these new kind of counterculture films are attracting teenagers. You could see that it was more of a, like a business ploy. You know, the, the, um, the style of editing was very obviously trying to be hip and cool. Do you know what the music reminded me of? And this isn't a bad thing, because I do like him in a big way. You know, Matt Berry does a lot of music in his like productions, like Toast and stuff like that. It reminded me of that. And um, I imagine he probably was perhaps, you know, influenced by Jesus Christ Superstar, but it reminded me of that rhythm and style. But I enjoy it with Matt Berry, you know, perhaps because there's like a comical edge to it as well. But I think the music in Jesus Christ Superstar, fine, but I needed more character development. And it just felt like very obvious biblical settings. And also, you think to yourself, "Well, Dave, what's wrong with that? It's Jesus, you know, people are paying to see a man crucified. That's the whole idea. So you can't call that cliched. But there's not much character development in between these kind of cliched biblical tabloid tableau moments. Dave, you know, like, what I can think about is that our outside tap is turned on. What a nightmare, mate! Let's put because I was just. I do you just know what all to I, I can the think about? Tap. I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing weeds. And that's going through <laughs> my head, and I think I need to get out there, on, and get rid of hang those on. weeds. Dave, will you give me five minutes? I'm just going to make a cup of coffee. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Okay, I'll be five minutes. Hang on. Okay, that's fine. Sorry about that, just really fancied a coffee. Yeah, that's fine, no problem at all. Absolutely my problem. So, um is anyone in, in the um, film that we might have heard of? Not that I'm aware of. I'm thinking about that now. If anyone um No. Do you think there is? I don't think there is. I don't know anything about the film. No, there's no one that I'm um, <clears throat> that I'm aware of that perhaps had like a role, and then suddenly became significant. No one grabbed me as being relevant in that Then I I did like the way they kind of mixed it up with, um, they had like modern elements mixed in with like biblical uh, costumes. Like some of Judas's men had machine guns and things like that. That was sort of interesting. But I think after a while, you're looking for anything to keep yourself uh, interested in. I don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's people out. Well, there are people out there really enjoyed it. And it's got a real following. But, so um, you, you went in. Look, at, you went into the experience. Going, how am I going to feel about this? Did you come out of it thinking, oh, not too bad? I came, I came out with it feeling as though uh, there wasn't much of a gear change. You know, there wasn't like you know that emotional arc, that feeling of, of a journey you've gone through. I felt it was almost like. Um, well, it was before music videos, in a way, wasn't it? Music videos properly took off in the very late 70s, early 80s. But it felt more like a selection of music videos, really, than an actual kind of, well, things like Moulin Rouge and La La Land. I'm looking at modern musicals there. Maybe I should reference more like um, later musicals when uh, Jesus Christ Simpsonson came out in cinemas. But, you know, you get long periods of more dialogue, character-invested moments, whereas this is very, very just sort of musical-based. It was like track after track in what seemed quite cliche biblical settings. But it has to be said, it just, I think it's one of those things. Well, you know, for instance, I'm not a massive fan of the Lord of the Rings films. There's just something about the tone and the sort of cinematic taste of it that doesn't warm up my taste buds, really. You know, it's just, but there's some people out there that absolutely love it. Whereas, I like Lord of the Rings, Obviously it's not musical, you know, but it's got a very definite taste and tone. And after a while that I found it a bit exhausting really, personally. Okay, David. Out of five chalk ices, what are you gonna give Jesus Christ Superstar? It would be a two unfortunately. It really is. Do you know what? Listen to the random film generator. Listen to the noise it's making, David. It's not happy. It's, it's grinding away. <laughs> it's not, not happy. happy. Is <laughs> it's not happy. I'm the stone, the machine. I'm not. It really song. isn't happy with that. It's wow. not happy about it whatsoever. It's, it's growing away. It's not pleased. Did you hear that? It just said your name. It did echoing, echoing the chambers of the uh, the random yeah. Uh, wow. generator. Yeah. Just said your name. Wow. Wow. I've got a feeling you're going to go out for a meal with the random film generator by Christmas. If that was possible, that would be a dream come true. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick it in a Chinese restaurant on a table and you can have a... I think you're going to create a relationship with it. That would be wonderful. The endless conversations, the endless areas of film we just spin into. I wouldn't need anything else. If I had a movie generator, should, we, should my, we give it a name? Absolute Mandy, maybe, or uh, or Steve. Yeah, Mandy's fine. I was going to say Susie, but Mandy. No, let's go. With, I think I think Susie works. I think Susie's quite nice. Or Mandy. Let's go, with Mandy. Let's go with the original. I don't know why I double guessed myself there. Let's go with Mandy. Do you know? I, I'm trying to think which one I'm going to go. With. Do you know what I'm going to do? What about a good old fashioned Pam? How's it no. doing, Pam? No. no. Get rid no. of that. It's, it's not easy. that on the head let's go with the uh, mandy mandy the random film generator mandy the random film generator therefore information but also just a hint of romance which is what cinema is all about isn't that thank you very much for for your review this week no thank you i'm i'm, I'm just i I'm can get my words so, out there so two mandy. out of five truck artists. yeah two out of five yeah. it just um it was just it seems to just be one Vibe, tone, stylish. After a while, just too repetitive. So, like, oh, where are we going with this? A bit like this podcast. Hopefully, not. I hope not. I hope there's different shades of colors and different experiences. Yeah. Thank you, David. Not a problem. Not thank you. Thank you very much. edwards movie tip so have you got any movie tips this week david i tell you another movie tip um i wasn't or the you first go- movie tip oh yeah first absolutely first tip indeed i wasn't immediately going to come in with this one but i saw it last night and um that new ibris elba film beast it's better than the trailer you're joking it's not bad it's not five out of five but you know i go to the cinema a lot and i do come away thinking well, what was that all about because i've got a CineWorld card so i can rock up and check out the films it's not badger it's not a perfect film it's god, not that, jaws the, the trailer and the promotion for it before nope last week i was like oh my god it's awful do you know but, what i think they don't push enough in the trailer yeah is a lot of it is filmed in single takes and it makes a very immersive experience and also as the plot goes on it's more like a self-contained thriller a bit like fall that we we're talking about last week where a lot of the time they're just based in this this car this jeep that they've crashed and um, it's them trying to survive from that one base the majority of the time and looking he's at very reviews, brilliant. reviews aren't brilliant the reviews, I would say, that's why I was pleasantly surprised. I would say the reviews are three stars, the majority. But within those reviews, they're quite positive. It's not a perfect film, but it's definitely got moments. And the cast's very good. Okay. And, and the two girls, his daughters, are very, very good. And uh, don't get me wrong, there's moments where you think, would the daughters do that? Is that real? But I would say there's a lot of single takes... You know, there's there's long 10, 15 minute sequences with no edits, which creates a very immersive experience. I don't think it would be a um, a wasted cinema outing seeing it on the big screen. Fantastic, The Beast. Yeah, Is it's, it not bad. it's not minutes? bad. Ninety it a quick. Yeah, absolutely. Ninety mins doesn't overstay its welcome. That's a big plus. And um, when we have a film that's ninety mins, could you say ninety min? Oh, absolutely! Because I do like a ninety mins film. Should we do that again or not bother? Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's do it again. Ninety mins. Are, are you 90 happy? Ninety mins. To... <laughs> are you happy to? Do... Oh, I am absolutely because I think it needs to be highlighted because there are so many films out there which kind of overstay their welcome. So, what? What? How would you say one hundred and eighty mins? One hundred and eighty mins. Right. Okay. It's just ah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Overstated, <laughs> yeah, not, not necessarily. To come it's a not necessarily overstated. Some films grab your attention for. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to completely blacklist every film that's 180 mins. Yeah, maybe but, you um, so. I'd say a good know. example of one is the latest Batman film. That was really good. I was like, oh, well, So of- how would you say 180 mins for that? A uh, Do you know what? it starts off like a hundred and eighty mins. <laughs> It really is. Okay. like I'm going places with this. I like what we're right. doing. You've overstayed your yeah, yeah. welcome. You should have gone home an hour ago. I'm now going to be late for bed. You know so what I mean? The beast, so if we sat down and watched The Beast, we wouldn't be disappointed. We'd, we'd, there's enough in there to enjoy. At, it will not be your cinematic experience of the year, but it would not be a Saturday night wasted. Certainly not. You would not come out. Absolutely. It's an hour and a half it's well filmed, very creative. Yeah. The cast are very strong. There's moments where the script is a bit illogical and it pops you out the narrative. Mm. Every now and then, the CGI with the lion, you know, it's like they, they try and focus too much on those full body shots of the creatures. And it's almost as though they need to go more the original Jurassic Park route, whereby you have more close-ups of the creatures and it was more storyboarded, more carefully. So every now and then, the, the lion's good. Every now and then, it does feel a bit CGI. Eye, a bit um, canny valley doesn't quite work type of thing um, but Aaron canny Hall, valley have I got that right uncanny valley? uncanny valley uncanny valley where it doesn't quite look real uncanny enough uncanny valley right Is and it right. takes you out you, yeah. your brain can't completely see it what's as valid t- I don't understand uncanny valley what's the valley yes so I'm trying to work out where that actually came from if you if you google it I've I don't keep asking that. to uncanny google things, Okay. and that Is means that a when st- a special effect doesn't yeah. quite a hundred percent work and it pops you out never heard of that i'm trying to think i think it's linked to, i think it's a horror film reference okay it's linked to okay I'm kind of is rather. it coming up on google because i hope i've gone insane i'm just coming up with words now yeah okay the line doesn't quite look completely real. sometimes it does and it's usually when it just suddenly appears um through the car window or something, you get a few whiskers and a nose going against the, the door. So, reference, it's back. reference to a phenomenon whereby a computer-generated figure or human-eyed robot bearing a near-identical resemblance to a human being arouses a sense of unease or revulsion yes. in the person viewing it. It's like you're looking at that lion, that is a lion, it's on four feet, it's got plenty of fur and mane, yeah. but it just ain't ticking my box. I'm not immersed. But a lot of the time it does look good. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, for instance, you and me watch Jaws Revenge together on Tuesday. It's a yeah. hell of a lot better than that. A hell of a lot better. But it's not quite Jaws. I Yeah, absolutely. Quite right. But I mean, there's... I think it doesn't overstate its welcome with an hour and a half. Do you know what I mean? You know, so you're consistently entertained. Okay, we're meeting the family. It reminds me a bit of War of the Worlds. The idea that you, you get the Tom Cruise dad is a bit dysfunctional. He's lost his relationship with his kids, but they're now going to go on adventure. And they're going to start bonding, but it's right. done well. It's not done as cliched as that, but it's definitely got that War of the Worlds format. Ibris okay. Elba um, isn't really meeting his um, his the demands of a father. You know, he's kind of like um, he's not quite meeting the daughter's expectations, but now yeah. he's got time. He's going to really uh, meet his fatherly um, responsibilities by taking on a, 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 a giant jungle cat. Okay. What more can you do? Thank you very much, David. Thank <laughs> you. Absolutely not at all. Thank yeah. you for listening, people. <laughs> no, yeah. That's, the, that's amazed me from the, um, from what I lot, saw of they, it. Yeah. They should have um, plugged the cinematography more. You know, it's not just your obvious thriller. As I say, not the best film of the year, but not a waste of time. You'd sit there quite engaged and happy. Yeah. Thank you, David. Not a problem. Right, we're ready for this week's random film generator. Are you okay. ready, Mandy? I, I hope she is. Okay. I'm ready for her. There she goes, the little whistle. Random film. What a fruity whistle that was as well, wasn't it? Quite a fruity, uh, getting quite flirtatious, which I'm sort of happy with. I don't know. We've got to keep focused on the films. It's not all about, you know. Yeah, well, can you tell the audience what mandy looks like well i mean it's in the profile pic but she's basically a square orange box with square orange box but she's got a it's all about a vibe isn't it? an energy she's got a very kind of flirtatious um energy about her a kind of if you'd see her from um, the distance you'd think she was like 1970s ibm technology but when you get to hear her sort of whistles and, and bells it's kind of a fruity r2d2 kind of vibe isn't it sort of R2-D2 after a few hooches type of, you know, a bit kind of sort of an Essex R2-D2 with white stilettos. Okay, so this is where you pick a film randomly to review for next week. Uh, We randomly pick three films and then you have to blindfoldly pick the film to review. So let's please give me a genre. Stop no the rule, press that button oh quite right press the if button it's handy button, Mandy, if that's okay pressing the button now no no not pressing oh. the button now. <laughs> oh what, what do i do i do sorry press the button that's press all you got button. to say okay here we go okay press the the, hang on sorry picking on well. the genre here we go press the button music there we go. Here we go. Let's just hope it's not a, um, another superstar up in the desert <laughs> reading from the gospel. And the decade, please. Press the button. 1990s. OK, music and we'll, 1990s. And we generate. Thank you, Mandy. Please, we've got four films here. Please tell me when to stop. Press the button. Sister Act. There we go. I've never seen Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg. I've never seen that. I remember seeing the trailers as a kid when I used to rent videos out. It was a big, big deal. Yeah. And they've turned that into a musical, haven't they? So that's your first film. Okay. Now we have to pick a second film, please. Pick a genre. Press the button. Animation. Oh, here we go. And the decade. Press the button. 2010s. Nice. Please generate, Mandy. Press the button. No, no need to press the button. <laughs> Please tell me when to stop. Stop. Kunisuba, God's blessing on this wonderful world. Legend of Crimson. What's that? I've never heard of that. Is that Studio Ghibli or something? Or we'll look into it. We'll look into it in a bit. Goodness me! That sounds <laughs> Could... like more the opening to a cult than a movie, isn't it? <laughs> My goodness, like the opening psalm, to songs of praise, or something. Okay. That's like <laughs> And the third—that's a hell. I'd like to see that movie poster. Flipping! Hell, I love this bit. Right, and final movie we've got to pick or film, please pick a genre. Press the button. Family. Oh, I like a bit of family drama, definitely. And the decade, please tell me and stop. Press the button. Nineteen nineties. Once again, that's a fruity, not fruity, ever since I met Mandy, everything's fruity, I don't know why. Uh, it's a good decade. And um, um, we generate the movie, and please tell me when to stop. Stop. Jerry's Game. Well, that rings about Jerry's Game. What's that about? Jerry's Game. An ageing codger named Jerry plays a day-long game of chess in the park against himself. Oh my! Never heard of that one. Okay, so certainly isn't Armageddon, is it? I'm now giving the uh, those three films: Sister Act, Konosuba, and Jerry's Game. A, B, and C, and you have to choose A, B, or C. I've jumbled them around. Over to you. C. Sister Act there we go there wow that's film homework i need to do okay I've never watch this at all how'd How you, How you feel how'd uh, you feel i think i'm in good capable hands which film did you want to watch i think out of all of those um oh mandy's whistling oh she's she's getting involved she really has she's resigned really to, to grow up personality. take mandy's side david without me knowing more, put my arm around her, not patting. her just saying, you know, part of the gang. Just making sure she feels included. There's no casting couch on this <laughs> film podcast. It's all about, okay. you know, just making everyone feel part of the. uh just an yeah. orange cube. Yeah, I'm just leaning on her. Not not a bad way. <laughs> don't no, lean on her. Not an object. Don't lean on her. Just uh, just. Do you genuinely do you like her? I do like her as an individual. I don't know if things are going to get romantic. I don't know. I'm not going to jump the shark and go too crazy. I think I've got time for her. I would like to have a Chinese Prescott meal with her. You know, potentially. In the future. Maybe maybe okay. a Christmas um, random uh, generator meal type of thing. Something like that. Okay. Things could okay. change in September. We've still got the rest of autumn and winter. But I think at the moment there's potential there. So Sister Act heavy heart or excited or somewhere in between say i'm incapable competent hands it doesn't fill me with absolute glee but there's got to be a reason it had a sequel i remember being very big uh, uh, when i was a kid i don't know why i never watched it really it's the sort of thing i just spent my childhood just you know just um up and eating type of thing the endless kind of like hollywood mainstream fodder type of thing so it's amazing i never watched it and there was a sequel and obviously it's a big musical now as well i think there's talk of a re um, a reboot even and whoopi goldberg's going to produce it um so you know that they, they someone's come up with the dna there for a clever movie concept haven't they it's gotta be good isn't it yeah it's got to be something it's, it's gonna keep me uh keep me happy gotta be all the cheerios cup of coffee and a bit of whoopi when are you going to watch it? Probably in a sec, pal. I'm going to go <laughs> straight on the old internet, find myself Sister Act, yeah. and uh, it's feet two up. hours. It's two hours twenty-five. Is it really two hours twenty-five? No, it's one hour forty. There, there you go. That yeah. is somebody who doesn't know how to doesn't realise that they they don't have to outstay their welcome. It's not about them, them, them. People have got another life. You know, it's just like, give me a nice storytelling roller coaster experience. Yeah. And then time to go to Burger King afterwards. I fucking love this podcast. Oh, I'm glad. Bloody <laughs> hell, mate. I'm glad. It's my lifeline. It's keeping me going. It's my oxygen. Well, thank you, David. We're gonna, we've are gonna we got three questions from the Patreon members. Now. Oh, wonderful. But we're going to say goodbye to our regular listeners. Thanks for listening yep thank you thank you for your ear drums definitely and uh, anyone who wants to um join patreon oh it's in the it's in the blurb on the i'm not gonna do that now but we do watch alongs don't we david we do absolutely we did jaws revenge recently and that was quite an experience yeah yeah okay all right um thank you everyone and um yeah see you next week absolutely looking forward to seeing you then